Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a working medium, spiritualist minister, certified spiritual life coach, and mentor. My goal is to help support today's modern mediums and spiritual seekers in making strong connections with their own spirit and spirit helpers. I will share all I know about mediumship development and spirituality. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited to have my next guest come back to the show. It is her second appearance. Through her intuitive work and coaching, my next guest is committed to helping others connect with spirit, as well as offer guidance that can help heal inner child wounding, karmic patterns, and conditioned beliefs that keep them from living in alignment with the abundance they are truly worthy of. She is also a two-time Simon and Schuster publisher, author, published author rather, and her work is featured on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, and Waterstones. She is passionate about transformation. She enjoys helping others bridge the gap between logic and spirit as they unlearn and begin to courageously honor and align with their heart wisdom. I'm really so honored and happy to have back on the show, Stephanie Jameson. So nice to have you back on the show, Stephanie. Hi there. Thank you for having me. So we are going to be switching up about what we're talking about. And I I love how spirit works because I have, I started talking to you just before we started recording and, you know, it just completely changed direction. And that's what I love when you trust spirit, they lead you, they direct you, they guide you. And I think that this conversation we're going to have is really needed right now for today's energy workers, healers, intuitives, psychic mediums, whatever label that people identify themselves with. And we're going to venture into a conversation that is not always openly talked about with authenticity and transparency. And that's spiritual burnout. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to kind of share just a little bit about what's been going on with me. And then I want to delve in with you. Let's see where this leads. Um, I've been going hard since last January, and it's been busy with engagements and obligations at the church, you know, doing demonstrations and mediumship. I'm an ordained minister, so I take Sunday services. But then I've also been doing a lot of traveling and went to England for a few weeks, did training there, um, came back from California. And in addition to my spiritual work, I had a lot of personal things going on as well. And as a a medium, we kind of get into this, I don't want to say trap, but sometimes this mindset that we're just meant to give, 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 and don't always take that time out to fill up our own cup, to retreat into, you know, the depths of our soul, to reevaluate, to realign, to recalibrate, to let go of shit that we don't need anymore. And sometimes we don't do it until everything hits the ground and you hit hard. Well, I hit hard a few weeks ago and I experienced spiritual burnout. What is that? My mind just wasn't like program. I I didn't say programming, but like processing properly. I wasn't thinking clearly. I noticed even in some of my mediumship readings, the clarity, um, just wasn't there. It almost felt like a struggle as opposed to this flow. And I thought, no, no, people are spending good money to see me. They're going to get good mediumship. And if I feel like I'm not at this bar, I'm going to take a step back, take a couple of weeks and 
be okay with that. And um, it was hard. I was even having anxiety, sleep issues, tummy issues, um, wanting to cry, but then couldn't cry. It was, and I'm, I'm starting to come out of it, but honestly, I'm still there a bit. I'm going to be totally truthful. Like I'm still there and it friggin' sucks. And I find, you know, I felt like really alone and isolated Stephanie. And I honestly didn't know who to talk to truthfully. And I connected with a couple of ladies that I had met in England at the college and stayed in contact with them and being able to like hook in with like-minded people and just get that validation. Hey, I've been there, done that, going through it. Hey, try this. This is what I've gone through. Just having that support really helped me. And then um, I ended up contacting my mentor and be like, hey, you know what? I'm really struggling right now and I don't even know what to do. And it's a very humbling experience when other people, students and clients kind of put you on a like a pedestal a little bit and I don't want to be there. I don't. That's not my heart. That's not my intention. But it's kind of like, oh, shit wow, I'm not feeling elevated. I am just like really hurting right now. And I'm just starting to come out of it. And it's been a lot of soul work and reevaluating. And oh my God, it's horrible. It really sucks. But there's so much lessons and growth and opportunity that can be had during those moments. And you and I were talking a bit about that. And what's your experience with it? And how have you coped? And how are you coping with it? (laughs) What does it look like for you? Yes. Healer burnout is a real thing. And it's so necessary on the path to take care of yourself. Um, You know, we often hear the slowdown is the level up and it's true. And it's something that we, we teach to our clients and we teach to the people who we, we coach and mentor and all that stuff, which is something that I love that you brought up. It's so important for you to have a mentor. I have a mentor. Um, I'm getting into group coaching. I'm getting into private one-on-one mentoring and coaching as well. And it's so important for you to be able to have that, that person or those people in your life to reach out and go, I'm stumbling a little bit. I'm energetically drained. I'm, you know, um, as mediums in general, I don't feel like the average person quite understands what a medium has to do to maintain their energy in order to communicate with spirit. The reason that we're called mediums is we simply meet them in the middle. Spirit comes down, we keep our vibration high enough and we meet them in the middle. That is very energetically draining work. And it's something that people don't tend to think about. So when they're coming to you for, we were talking a little bit about this, for an energetic hit um, or to connect with a a loved one or to just kind of get some clarity or guidance. It's so important that the medium, the healer, the Reiki practitioner, the coach take time for themselves in between sessions. Like for example, if I just got done working with somebody for 45 minutes, I make sure that I have 45 minutes in between before I take on my next client. Because if not, you will experience burnout quick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then of course, there's the whole human experience in general, there's daily life. We have, as healers, we have our own lessons. We have our own anxieties. We have our own triggers. We have our... So for me, a big lesson that 2022 has brought my way, especially here towards the end of the year, is I'm not changing who I am, but I'm changing who it has access to me. I love that. Because 
there are some people I truly feel, and I'm sure you can identify this, they get used to your brilliance as a medium. They get used to your brilliance as a psychic, um, as a coach, as a mentor. Um, and sometimes those people don't necessarily appreciate. And this could be this could be clients, this could be family, this could be friends, this could just be people who just go to you because you know they don't realize it, but they just go to you because you make them feel good. Yeah. Right. And so as lovely as that is, um, it can also kick your ass as a healer because, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, it comes in waves. I can tell when people are getting ready to reach out or call me or work with me or whatever, because it comes in a pattern. Um, and the people who are around me in my daily life are like, oh, yep. Okay. Now you can expect a call from this person. And oh, you can expect a call from that person and this person. And sure enough, within 24, 48 hours, it's like everyone comes in. I call them Stephanie hits. They come in for a Stephanie hit <laughs> and they feel good, you know, for yeah. 48 or whatever hours or, or a week or whatever makes them feel good. But it's my goal in 2023. Um, I set an intention for myself in spring of 2022. I only want to work with um, men and women who are committed to doing the work, who um, understand my gifts, um, understand and cherish my brilliance when it comes to the knowledge. You know, I was just saying yesterday to somebody, I was like, you have to look past what a coach, a mentor, or a program is going to cost you because that person has done the work and they're providing you countless insights in, you know, a certain amount of time that took that person a lifetime to learn. That Definitely. Would probably, yeah. That would probably take you a lifetime to learn. You know what I mean? And yeah. so... Um, I guess, you know, for any healers or, or anybody, just people in general, if you're finding yourself getting moved through spiritual burnout, healer burnout, it's okay. And it's, it's normal, you know, um, that is something that I don't think I've met a healer yet who hasn't been moved to that experience at all. And on the other side of that, if you find yourself feeling like all I'm doing is a ton of spiritual work, a ton of spiritual, spiritual work, that's okay. It's okay to be human as well. Take a couple weeks off. Give yourself a, a break from the shadow work because it can become quite consuming and just focus more on self-care. Um, rest, listen to your body. If your body is, is upset or pissed off at you, if you've got tummy issues or a headache or shoulder pain or neck pain, that's your body's way of telling you, slow down. I need this rest and this moment, right? Same thing with your emotions. If you're feeling overwhelmed, fatigued, scared, anxious, whatever the case may be, slow down and then reach out to your coach, reach out to your mentor, reach out to somebody who understands that you can get recalibrated. There's a lot of times that I meet people on this path that they don't... Um, it's weird. They're like, they feel like shameful or they feel weird about reaching out to somebody for help. And I, I don't understand that. I don't. I did. I did. You know, I really did. I felt, and I, and then it just even having those feelings, I thought, whoa, whoa where's this coming from? Why mm. am I feeling this way? Have I been in the ego and just got used to it and not realizing it? Like, where is this coming from? And been really working with my own soul to move through that where, you know what, 
it's being vulnerable and being okay with that and recognizing that you're not always going to be glossy and polished. And there's going to be areas that need to, you know, that are a little dull that need to be healed or looked at, you know, realigned and be okay with that. And, you know, I think sometimes too, as healers, we have this I don't know if it's our own creation or other people. There's like this persona. People who are spiritual have their shit together. And you know what? They forget that we're still humans having a human experience and that Mm -hmm. the spirituality should not be 100% of it. It is a huge part of our life and it helps us with, in my understanding and my belief, is that it helps us with our human experience, but we cannot neglect the physical aspect of our life either. And it's all about this balance and this harmony. And when we don't have that balance and we're out of alignment, you hit burnout and sometimes really hard. Yeah. I love that. Um, That's actually a part of why I am helping my sisters rise in 2023. I've offered, I'm going to be, I've put together a whole coaching program program to help other people start and launch their their businesses, their lightworking business. I have a background in marketing. Um, I have a background in multimedia. And so spirit uses my practical knowledge now, my spiritual knowledge, and I've kind of combined them together to help people understand that, yeah, um, you can you can launch a spiritual business, but you also have to know how to practically co-create while staying energetically balanced. Yeah. It's a juggling act. It's not easy. And there's a lot of unlearning and relearning that goes into it. So for any healers who are listening to this, I feel you. It's not easy. In fact, sometimes I feel like, Owning a spiritually based business um, or um, stepping into your purpose can be far more challenging than just opening up like a retail spot. I know. Not that I'm missing that that's not work. That is work. But yeah. what I mean is that you're unlearning and you are relearning, and then you are teaching that to other people and you're helping them. Sw- shift their consciousness and move from fear to love. Yeah. And and those really are the two things that can motivate us or propel us is the fear or the love. And I connect with a lot of people, as I'm sure you do in the spiritual community, and these people that are portrayed, and I'm not saying that they're not authentic people, but they're motivated a lot or controlled by fear. And I just think, wow, how can you talk the talk if you're not walking it? And how can you lead other people? And there's a lot of it in the spiritual community. And what's so interesting is if I look at social media, particularly in the last five years, look at how many people are coming out of the woodwork. Mm-hmm. And people that are in maybe the first six to 12 months of their awakening, and now they're claiming to be spiritual teachers. I just think, oh my freaking God, are you kidding me? The yeah. first year of my awakening, um, I wouldn't say it was a blur, but there was a lot, there's a lot oh, going I, on. Yeah, no, I definitely wasn't ready to teach. Um, no. There's a lot of unlearning that needs to happen. I yeah. feel like um, what I feel like I see a lot of is that people who are um, tarot readers that can become such a toxic cycle. Um, I love tarot. I love tarot readers. Um, 
But I feel like, I think we talked about this once before. Uh, I feel like people can become so addicted to tarot readers online that they look to them as if they are gurus when in all reality, it can keep people caught up in a very toxic cycle. Um, And so that's kind of why I stopped doing it years ago and started going, no, I don't want people just coming to me for energy hits. I want people coming to me who are willing to do the work, who are willing to um, unlearn, relearn, who are willing to let go of those unhealthy thought patterns, people, places, things, you know, that kind of stuff that just doesn't serve them. And so I agree. I mean, although everyone is awakening on this planet and I do feel like everyone has something to teach, I totally, totally understand. There's a lot of money um, sometimes involved in that. And, um, you know, I've seen, I've seen people blow up on social media and then a year later they're gone. Yeah. You know, I've seen that happen and I feel like everyone plays a purpose. Everyone plays a role, but in the end, um, not only you as a healer, but just as a person getting moved through your spiritual awakening, if you trust that all the answers are within you and you find this nice, healthy balance of giving to yourself while also learning, it'll, it'll, it'll pan out. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting because when I had my spiritual awakening, and I think we're going back to maybe two, uh, was it 2011, 2012? About 2012. Um, It was a blur. So I literally have to think about that for a minute. Um, It was interesting because I wasn't really on social media and Instagram wasn't really, I don't know, I wasn't into any of that. And it was me, myself, and I and my guides. That went through that process. And I think that was really, really important because there are so many spiritual distractions that are out there that divert people from actually doing the work. And like yourself, I have stopped doing my card of the days. I'd use Oracle cards, tarot cards. I love cards. I have like over 40 decks. Oh my gosh. I I love them. I love the artwork. I love the energy. They each have a different vibe. I think they're great. But I stopped doing them because I just thought, no, I'm a medium. I love my cards. But what do I want to be teaching? What do I want to be sharing? But then most importantly, I would get people that would want, can you give me a free reading? Can you do this? Can I get this from you? And I just thought, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Um, I've stopped answering people on my on my social medias even yeah. because they just it's it's weird how they feel like you're just supposed to be there for them um, and ask, you know, um, interpret something for them or whatnot. And I'm like, no, like I've I've done a crap ton of healing, man. I've done like my knowledge is worth an equal energy exchange. Absolutely. Um, I rarely offer a card of the day anymore. I usually do it when I feel really inspired to share a message or if I feel very strongly, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel you girl. It's, I feel like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of unhealthiness around it. There's a lot of spiritual bypassing around it, which we all get through. We all get moved through. Um, but I really do. That's what's why I'm stepping into coaching more is that I want to help other healers, people in general, understand that um, the answers are within them. And it's just about practically co-creating. Absolutely. And those are really important key components in one's life, in one's spiritual path that help them avoid the burnout. 
-hmm. If you're staying connected, plugged in, aligned, and you're doing the work, it can help you avoid that. Now, that's not to say that I haven't done the work or I'm still doing work, but I can be really honest and look back and I go, wow, I was actually slacking in my practice. Like I actually am owning it. And I was like, oh my God, it hurts to, to even say that. My throat was getting constricted and I was I was having a physical response to that. But mm-hmm. I was having to take personal responsibility for that. I've been slacking. I've been work, 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 um, very much in the masculine, not balancing my feminine. And all of these realizations are coming up. I'm like, holy shit, Courtney, what have you been doing? And yeah. so I've had to take a few weeks out. But yep. beyond just the energetic drain and burnout, it can affect you on a physical level. Have you Mm -hmm. had some experiences with like physical burnout because of the spiritual drain, if you will? Absolutely. And thank God I have some of the people I have around me because they've seen it. Um, I literally have um, special people in my life that after I'm done with a reading, like let's say I've read three people in a day, um, they'll literally walk over to me and they'll hand me a big piece of hematite and they're like, go take a bath, go relax. Cause they'll see, um, as a, as a healer, if you're not balanced, some of the things that I experienced really early on, or if I'm taking on too much, I'll get physically ill. Um, I'll get nauseous. I'll get really, really hot. I'll experience pain in my body from someone else. So like, um, as a fellow medium, you know, if spirit comes through and they've passed from being stabbed or being, okay. uh, experiencing a heart attack or anything like that, how do they get that message message through you? You yeah. feel it, Definitely. right? So they'll sit on, like, I feel like I have a, a monkey sitting on my chest or I feel like, or, or an elephant sometimes, depending on if they pass from COPD or lung cancer or something like that. Um, and that wears on the body because you are literally the vessel that spirit's working through and for them to get through the message to you, sometimes they have to impress you with the energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there have been, um, I did a group reading last year in Florida and it was the first time I had done a group reading in a while with like that much energy. Although there was only like 10 people in the room <laughs> physically, <laughs> there was like 40, 45 people in the room. Yeah done with the group reading, I went into my section of the building and I threw up. Oh my gosh. I totally threw up. I got sick, nauseated, and I threw up. And then I was fine. It was just, there was that much energy. And I had a beautiful, um, there, uh, beautiful soul there assisting me. And she is also a very beautiful healer. And she just like sat with me and she was like, I get it. I've been there. I know exactly what you're getting moved through. She's like, let's go ahead and take some time for you. And so after that experience, I took about a week and a half, two weeks off from really anything major. That was also at one of my retreats. So I had been around people a lot. Um, And so I feel like almost to a degree, us healers, we have to learn um, how to give the right people access to us. And we have to learn how to establish healthy boundaries without hurting people's feelings. Because sometimes people, they love the clarity you bring and they love the emotions and the feelings that you bring through to them, which is wonderful. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. 
Um, but sometimes they want to just take more and more and more and more and more. Um, and they don't realize that it's taking little hits out of your bio field. Um, and so this is why self-care is so, so necessary. Absolutely. And I think too, with, um, with the clients, they taking, you know, the little hits out of the bio field, what a great description because it's exactly what it's happening. So when a client books a session with me, they have um, a 50 minute session and that's from beginning to end. That's our allotted time. Mm -hmm. And over the years I've had people say, well, you know, I was really hoping so-and-so could come forward or can I Mm -hmm. just ask another question? Or, um, I was wondering if you could tell me about this. I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, in the beginning, I would end up, okay, okay, yeah, well, let me check. Let me see if I can get. And I was overextending myself and I did reach a burnout and I was just completely depleted. But I have to own it that I was allowing it to happen. I don't do that anymore. It's like, you know what? This time that we have together is just for you. This is a sacred time. I commit to showing up and honoring this time in this sacred space with you and the other world. I can't go over. I'm not going to go over. And people don't always respect that. And I think, you know what, then I'm just not the reader for you. Right. Well, and I feel like some people, they don't, because they don't do the work, they don't understand it, how the energy, So I try really hard to explain to people, like, this is what's happening. I'm an instrument right? I have to maintain my vibration and I have to be a healthy version of me in order to even bring through this type of accuracy for you. So please cherish my time. Please cherish my energy and understand that I'm doing you a favor. I'm doing you and delivering you a beautiful gift while working for spirit, right? Um, And I definitely feel like the... um, what you were just commenting on with somebody going, well, I was hoping somebody so-and-so would come through. Sometimes spirit comes through in ways that they want us to focus on something completely opposite yeah. that we want to focus on. And they do it on purpose because they know that's what's needed for your soul's growth. So you may not hear from so-and-so. They may acknowledge that they've passed, but they may not have some huge ginormous message for you. Yeah. They might have something very small or they may just go, just let her know I'm here or let him know I'm here. You know, but that's the human's mind, the ego trying to control again, because that's what we come here to unlearn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Trying to control the experience. And so I, I definitely feel like my best readings um, when I'm working with somebody is somebody who comes in who has no expectations. I love those on, people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, expectations and who are just simply open to the message that spirit has for them. And those are the clients who typically have four, five, six people come through, um, have very, very specific life altering readings. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, people have put this expectation on the healers, the intuitives, the sensitives, this is what you're supposed to do. This is the experience I'm supposed to get. But I believe it's also part of our job, our, I'm going to say duty, if you will, to also educate these people. And I think that's why it's important to let people know, this is how I work. This is what you can expect. 
you know, I don't summon the spirits and I kid, but I'm so honest. I always tell people there's no one nine hundred dollars spirit. If there was, it would make my job a hell of a lot easier, believe me. But spirit decides who's gonna step forward. I simply tune into the atmosphere around you, connect to those that gather close and relay that evidence to you. And I think that people just they think we can just summon up these people. And it's like, no, 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 your people are with you. We tune into who steps forward, but there's always a reason why someone does or doesn't step forward to communicate. And it's out of the medium's control. It is. And in fact, on the opposite side of that, sometimes those people are with me a day before my client's time is even scheduled. So sometimes, <laughs> although I work very, very hard on establishing serious boundaries with with. Yeah. I can have someone's grandfather in the kitchen with me while I'm eating lunch, you know, a day before they're even supposed to meet with me, but he's just showing up to let me know that he's there. And they don't realize that even though sometimes that 50 minutes or that 45 minutes or hour session, whatever it is, it's not just the time. What you are working on is what they're paying for is the transformation, the consciousness shifts, the, um, uh, moving from the head to the heart. Yeah. It's not 1-800-TRICK-A-PSYCHIC. <laughs> oh my God, it's so true. I just think it's interesting when we start changing our vibration and moving into really alignment with where our soul is meant to be, not the expectation we have of ourselves, not the expectation of the pressure that's put on us by other people, but letting our heart lead, letting the spirit world guide us, you know, there's, there's an energy exchange that comes with that. But I also believe too, that we have to be really clear about what we offer and stick to it. And the amount of time and energy and transformation and inner healing, shadow work, et cetera, personal development that takes place outside of your hour or 50 minute session, there's a price that comes with that as well. If you think about all of the courses or the time or the books that you've read, all of that, you know, I think people, and I've talked about this with somebody previously, and I don't know, it hits sore spots with some people. I don't really care because um, I think that, you know, I've used to have a lot of clients, some of the repeat, they would repeat over and over, but I felt like I was uh, just being drained completely. And I just said, spirit, this is, I'm not in a lot. This is not in alignment for me. If this is what the work requires, I just don't think I can do it. And I was guided to increase my rates. Yep. And then I was in, I was guided um, a few years later, which was in the last year to increase my rates again. And it was interesting because I don't get those same type of clients anymore. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's something that I have recently gone through in 2022 as well. Um, is, is like I said earlier, I'm changing, I'm not changing who I am. I'm honoring my gifts more. I'm cherishing myself more. Yeah. And I have made it an intention to attract people who don't, oh, how do I want to say this? Um, who don't get used to my brilliance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I've had to go through as well is um, people, I feel like when you are attracting lower paying clients like that. Um, and we all have to start somewhere. And I feel like when we first start as healers, we just want to help everyone. Absolutely. You know, we just want to help everyone. But I feel like a big lesson there is also, um, for some reason, when you are attracting 
that price point of client, whatever that is for you, where you're describing what you were feeling, um, you experience burnout far more. Yes. And you go through this phase of, um, you don't even know if you want to do this anymore. Yep. And that's when spirit says, raise your prices. And then as the intuitive, as the healer, we go through that healer's wound of going, oh my God, if I raise my prices, like, am I going to still, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but that is the filtering phase that we all have to get moved through. And so it's really important to understand, like, um, I was having this conversation with my sister. Um, she does hair for a living and she's like, I don't get paid for the two hours of the hair. She goes, I get paid for the 10 years of knowledge to yeah. make like that. And I'm like, absolutely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that people have to look at what is going on behind the scenes, not just what is offered in a container, in a session, in a program. There's a lot that has gone on behind the scenes to prefer, to prepare this beautiful foundation, this program, this life transformative experience for you. Yes. Yes. For You're- you years where it's like, you know, maybe the healer had to go through 33 years of this and then you get to get your consciousness shifted and changed and mindset upgraded in 12 weeks. I know it's crazy. It's It's crazy. And And so, girl, I could just keep going on about it. It's crazy to me. (laughs) It is. It's crazy to me. And, you know, I had somebody recently in a private session say to me, um, they wanted to do this work. Okay. Well, why do you want to do it? Well, I want to quit my job. I want to do this work. I want to help people. And I think if people are motivated by money in the beginning, for me, I kind of go, ooh, it's a red flag for me. doesn't mean that they're not meant to do it. But for me, it's a red flag. Let's step back a little bit. Why do you really want to do this? If you're thinking that you can do this full time, you got another thing coming. There's there's a lot of understanding that you need to to gain there. And I tell people, especially when I get a lot of uh, new students that are just in the beginning of their development, they want to take my 12-week course, then they want to set up shop and they want to start slinging readings. Yep, no, and I go, it doesn't work. work that way. And I said, honey, no. honey, 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 you cannot do mediumship eight hours a day. You physically, mentally, and emotionally cannot do it. Mm-hmm. I know people who have tried to do it and have burnt out to the point that they then actually had mental health issues because it just fried the brain. Extreme, extreme case scenario, but it's happened. Absolutely. Um, I actually don't work with any more than three people in a day. Me too. That is my top. That is my top. And if you're going to a healer, um, who is slanging eight readings a day, yeah. oh, 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 you, you have to really look at what the quality of the reading is like. Absolutely. Um, you know, um, I have done some things where I'll hop into it. And this was the beginning of me, you know, cause we all that learning phase. Yeah. I'll do a Reiki session and then a reading and then maybe a Reiki session and a reading or whatnot. And, um, but Reiki feels so different to me because I love the energy that's being moved through me. So it feels replenished. Yeah. Yes. But I agree with you. Um, when I first started Divine Soul Journey, I had to get really, really quiet. And I get emotional still thinking about it because it's amazing to me 
And every now and then I have to like pat myself on the back because I really did get moved through a lot of consciousness shifts and I can't believe that I've built what I've built. And as I level up again, I still can't believe that I'm getting moved through this. But my intentions were simply this, to encourage people to trust their intuition, to choose love over fear, and to honor their inner voice. Those are my intuit. And that, I said that to spirit, I don't know how many times. And I said, however you want to use me in that kind of a way, I am open. I am open. It took about a year and a half before I even started seeing money come in. And I got challenged a lot to walk by faith. But because I got moved through that particular journey, I can now teach other people how to do just that. But if you're trying to get into it fast and you're going to start slanging readings because you think that there's a ton of money involved in it, spirit's going to come back and say, "Uh uh-uh, you're going to get bit in the ass so hard if you try to do that. No, it's not sustainable. And it goes back to, and I teach this a lot too, get anchored in your why. Yes. And you have to get anchored in your why. And there's moments where, you know, which I've recently just coming out the ass end of a burnout. What's my why? Because I'm here to be an ambassador for the spirit world and where they lead me, I follow because I trust them implicitly, like completely. And um, it makes me emotional because without them, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And I wouldn't be able to have the life that I have. And I'm not talking materialistically, but the quality of my personal life and the things that I've gone through to where I am today, I go, holy crap. If it wasn't for them, I truly don't know where I would be. And I am so eternally grateful. If I were to say, well, I'm going to work for you, Spirit, but I want this, this, and this, and this. I'm putting conditions on what they can allow or what they, how they can work with me. Let me put it that way. How they yeah. can work with me. And they can see a far greater picture than I can. So I want to trust them and allow them. And when you let your heart lead, the money follows. It just does because you're passionate about it and you become a vibrational match for the very thing that you're here yeah. for. So it does just come in and spirit goes, okay, I can count on them to maintain their vibration and to keep um, their intentions pure and to, you know what I mean? So I, I completely agree. I also teach my clients to remember their why, not only their spiritual why, but their practical why. Why are you doing this? Why do you feel like you want to step into a soul-based business? Why do you want to step into, you know, like what is all of this about? And unless they can give me pure, honest intentions... Um, I always do the same thing you do. I recorrect, I kind of adjust them and I say, let's fine tune this a little bit before you step towards that, <laughs> you know, it's, it's necessary. And then if you haven't done the work yourself, that's, yeah, you got to do the work yourself. So if you haven't even remotely started doing the shadow work, you know, um, I attract a lot of people who they, in the beginning, they weren't leaving relationships that they needed to leave, but yet they were teaching other people that they needed to leave the relationships they were in. And I was like, you, spirit won't allow that. <laughs> no kidding. They just won't because, and, and you're not, you're not, you're actually doing your clients a disservice by not doing the work first. Absolutely. And I think if you're doing this work, whether people call themselves psychics or mediums or psychic mediums, everybody has spirit guides that are working with them. That doesn't 
doesn't change the fact, but those that are working with the spirit world in particular, you're, you're basically putting them to the side and saying, no, no, I don't really care what you want. I'm doing, I'm running the show and I'm going to see where this is going to take me. It's almost like they get it. They suck a little bit of juice from spirit enough to get their, their car revved up and going, but then they don't let them come along for the ride. And then they wonder why they burn out. And then there's no uh, sustainability within their, their business or within their own spirituality. Yep. It just fall flat. It seems to happen again and again um, as you level up as a as a medium. It also level, you know, as you're leveling up as a healer. Again, because it just comes down to that human aspect of you as well. And so this is why in 2022, I have really slowed down in a lot of ways. I don't even push myself on social media the way that I once did because it wasn't serving me. And it's not, it doesn't, you know, with the way that everything's shifted on social media anyways, they want you living on there and I can't live on that. You know, I just, I can't. And so I don't push myself in that way anymore. Um, and that has greatly served me greatly. Uh, I take naps more regularly. I'm taking supplements now. I have a whole little supplement regimen that just like I stick out and if it's, it's right there on my kitchen counter, because I know that I won't take it unless, (laughs) unless I see it right. (laughs) Yeah. Because as we go through, um, supplement, so much quicker than like the average person. We're burning through our vitamin D. We're burning through our magnesium. We're burning yeah. through vitamin B12. We're burning through all of that so much quicker. So just self-care has really become a theme. And um, some people who are really close to me, they had to call me out on that at the beginning of the year too. They're like, listen, like if you're going to grow and if you're going to scale your business in this kind of a way, like we have to really look at what you're doing. And so I only work now three days a week. One of them, um, one day a week is dedicated to some co-creation. If I feel up to it for my business, the other day I'm taking off because Good for you. The, thank you. It's the only way that I can be the best possible medium that I can possibly be. Totally. It's, you know, it's so interesting. We were talking about the cards. So whenever I feel like I'm a little bit of a rut or I'm not, I'm lacking a bit of clarity, I'll grab a deck. I have a particular deck that I go to. Um, And then if I feel like, oh, I don't really like that answer, I go grab another deck. I get the (laughs) same bloody card, balance. And I talk to my husband. He's such a good support system for me. Honestly, he hears all my nonsense and he just loves me and supports me. And I just think it's it's a perfect match, but I'll get that card balance. He says, Courtney, ever since I've known you, that's been a challenge of yours. I said, I know, I know. I get inspired and motivated. And then I just want to go, 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 go. And over the last few weeks, spirit has kept saying to me, you need to slow down and you need to rest because this is preparing you for what's to come. And I go, whoa, me slow down and rest. It is uncomfortable for me, but I'm trying to get comfortable with being uncomfortable with that. And it's the the balance, which is so important. You know, I just, oh my God, trying yeah. to meditate sometimes is a struggle for me. And people go, but you're a medium, you work with spirit. Yes, but there's... Outside of that work, there's the personal development, there's spiritual development outside of my mediumship that I still need to work on. And I have challenges. And right now it's a challenge for me. So people are listening and yeah, I'm honest. I don't care. I'm owning it, but I have to, you have to do the work. And my husband said to me, Courtney, you work way too much. Go, what do you mean? You're doing work, teaching classes, services, seven days a week. I'm like, 
Yes. And I love it all. He goes, but you're exhausted. This is why you get burnout. So starting January 1st, I'm so excited. I'm down to four days a week instead of seven. And if need be, I'll scale it back more. And I don't really, I don't care that there's the demand that people want, want, want from me. I can't do it anymore. And it's not that I don't want to serve the spirit or clients. I got to be able to take care of me. And if I can't, I'm no good to anybody. Absolutely. And I love that you are saying that because that is a, that is something I got moved through a few years ago. Um, a big reason why I stopped offering little fun little readings on YouTube. Um, my channel was growing insanely fast. And you know, I feel like for those of us who are meant to do this kind of work, that just kind of happens. Yeah. You know, like It's like spirit's way of being like, yeah, you're on the right path. You know what I mean? But here's the problem that was, was occurring. If I didn't have up a general reading for a particular sign by a particular day, I was getting mean messages. I was getting rude comments. I was getting, yes, like, where is this? We expect this. And these are free general readings. Oh my God. That happened years ago. It hasn't happened to me in a long time, but that happened years ago. And that was when I went, nope, these are not my ideal clients. Nope. These are not my ideal people because people who are looking for a band-aid and I was killing myself promoting all this free content and doing all this. And it was like, no, nope, it was a huge lesson. It took me about, I'd say about six to nine months to really learn that lesson. Yeah. So I feel you, you have to, um, and you know, any quality medium, any quality healer, they're always going to promote self-care first, yeah. you know, and I've problem with it too. I, there's, that's that wounded feminine energy that's inside of us. And yeah entrepreneur. So you're always in your head about where you want to grow and what you want to do. And you get excited about serving. But I guess to sum this all up is self-care first, always. If you're not feeling it, it's okay. You don't need to feel guilty for rescheduling um, a, a session or rescheduling your, your, your personal schedule or whatever. If your body is telling you, Hey, I need this. You have to lean into that and if not, you'll feel like you want to quit. And really all that your body and, and spirit is saying is just take a break. Because there's been several times on my path that I go, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this. And people go, oh, you actually were there. You felt that. Yeah. And Stephanie's not the only one. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the whole thing. And I don't think there's any shame in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why some people... I don't know, people I talk to. And I sometimes I think I talk to far too many people. Um, maybe that's my problem. But uh, I just think that people need to understand too that there's limits that we have and we need to stay within them yes. and recognize them and honor them. And the people that come to us in ser- for service, people that are in our personal lives, they need to honor that too. Or, you know, it's funny how the universe just realigns, recalibrates. I always say what's in your life. And, you know, when something ends, it's because something new is going to take its place. There's a new creation unfolding. And really that's what, you know, this winter solstice is about. And this time right now, resting and renewal and allowing creation to bloom. So we'll see it. What's funny about that. I love that you're saying that is that, um, when you do take that time, and I'm sure you experience this as well, when you do take that time for yourself and you take that week or those two weeks and you recalibrate, don't you come back wanting to serve even more? Oh, the heart just, it the heart just 
It's, and all of a sudden you're like, yes, I have clarity and this is what I'm here to do. And this is how I'm going to do it. You get more excited to serve. And so I love that you, that you did that. One of the places I've been putting boundaries on as well is podcast. You know, people used to want to have me on their podcast for an hour or an hour and a half. Um, I typically don't go more than 30 to 45 minutes anymore. Yeah. It's a lot of time. No, it's a lot of time. Yeah. So tips for spiritual burnout to avoid spiritual burnout, self-care, self-preservation, boundaries. Um, And not even in a way like people would typically say self-care, you know, massage facials. I'm talking about let's prioritize your mental health. Who and what no longer serving you? What's your budget look like? Are you overspending? What's your diet look like? Um, are the people around you, um, friends, family, coworkers, are they serving you? Are they elevating you? Um, you know, and then honestly, truly just honoring your inner child. What does that little kid need in that moment? What does that kid need? If that kid needs to sit down and watch a Disney movie, sit down and watch a Disney movie and decompress. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Stephanie, it's been so nice to chat with you and just have this organic conversation. It's so refreshing to be able to connect with another like-minded soul and to get your point and your take on it and your experience on it. And I'm sure that those who are listening are going to have, you know, felt like they are being seen and they're heard and they're being validated, which I think is so important in this in this space. Do you want to tell my listeners what you have coming up and where they can reach you? Sure. Um, so you can visit my website at just divinesouljourney.net. Um, in 2023, I have a 90 day energetic alignment program. So this is a healing program that you would want to take. Um, it's a group coaching and then there's VIP days with me. So, uh, this is getting you into alignment and getting you ready to actually manifest what it is that you want, because before you can manifest, you have to heal. I also have a six month lightworker level up program. So this is helping other lightworkers basically go over everything we just talked about, find their niche, um, and get them into a place where they can practically co-create their business. So I'm going to be doing a lot of consulting in that way. And then I have a total transformation package that is a one year intensive training package with me specifically. So you are busy. You might've slowed down a bit, but you're still busy. (laughs) This is exciting. On top of that, I'm doing readings as well. My readings will never go away. I know that that's a part of what I'm here to do. Um, But I'm really stepping into coaching, honoring intuitive knowing with logic, balancing the two together so that we can create a new pattern for my clients. That's so exciting. You can find all of this information in the show notes, everybody. Stephanie, it's been so nice to have you on the show and thank you for sharing your voice with my listeners. Thanks, love. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, Thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to MediumCourtneyDawson.com or check me out on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. Have a great day, guys.